Come with me and you'll see All the junk we stash behind the curtain There is no word I know In this world that rhymes with curtain I'm fairly certain Hello, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curtain. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about episode seven and the confrontation with the sheriff. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Mom. Uh, she said she had some thoughts for me. Spencer failed to say this was Spencer and Mom oh. again behind the scenes. Excuse me. <laughs> so I'm going to help him there. Yeah, I thought uh, episode seven was different for us because we didn't actually have anything to battle in that episode yes was that planned or was that just kind of how things happen no it was planned okay yeah. so we kind of taken a break from that or a rest i guess you would yes. say yes and and i think we i think we talked about it in the last episode i can't remember but i'm I, you know i'm kind of worried about how you know things might slow down at times but you know we we almost need those breaks in between combat. Spencer's worried that our listeners are going to get bored while we search for clues. And I keep telling him, I don't think so. If they want a all action battle one, they're at the wrong place. We're solving a story here. Mm -hmm. We're solving a mystery. So hang, hang with us, find the clues with us. So yeah. we can't always be battling because then it's not much of a story. It's just a big fight. So. And you know, every, every GM is different. My personal preference as a GM is I really enjoy the role play and the intrigue and uh, Zacharias, as a GM, he enjoys a lot of combat. That's kind of his niche. And, you know, he, he really likes combat-heavy sessions. Um, but I guess it just depends on the GM. So, you know, our story might be a little bit more... It's going to be a lot more story and roleplay driven because that's kind of my preference. I like that a lot more. Yeah, and we still have to roll the dice and, and mm -hmm. go with the chance that we roll. Yes. So. It's still, we're still playing the game. So mm -hmm. hang in there. And there will be battles. There's yes. going to be some really creepy oh, yeah. battles. I've Spencer's given me a little insight to not much, not enough. <laughs> I try, but I don't get anything from him. <laughs> Even though I'm his mother who gave birth to him, I just don't get anything to this 10-pound, big-headed boy. That doesn't matter. Um, I'm dating another person in the group, so, and she, even she doesn't know anything. I know. We both tried. So... Um, speaking of the other person in the group, the other gal in the group, that's what I was so excited to talk to you about episode seven. Mm -hmm. I was excited to see Lyra step up as mm -hmm. kind of our leader, I think. Yeah. I'm excited about this. I wasn't sure what direction this group was going to take. Um, as our Trilla, of course, I think I'm the natural born leader, but I really am rubbing people the wrong way, Yeah, <laughs> which I guess is normal for a gnome, mm -hmm. but... I was a little surprised that I rubbed so many people the wrong way. So yeah. I don't think Artrilla stepping up to be the leader is the answer at all. We know Little Min is crazy weird, so there's no way we're following him. We can't even believe half what he says. Yeah, Parade doesn't talk enough to lead yet. Mm -hmm. Marcus is too much of a... A con man. Yeah, to really <laughs> convince us. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping Lyra would step up, and I was really excited to see her step up and yes. become so far kind of the leader. Mm -hmm. Though... Oh, I don't want to give much away for episode eight, but Marcus may help out there a little bit, I think. Yeah. 
So it might not well, be a soul leader thing, but I'm I'm really coming to depend heavily on Lyra's decisions too. Yeah. And being a new player that she is and a girl. Yes. Sometimes I think girls think about this game differently. They do. And even her, she thinks differently than mm-hmm. me. So I've had to come to trust her judgment a little bit because she's got some really good ideas mm-hmm. about where to get clues and where we should go next yeah. and and whether we should, you know, follow what we're doing or maybe take a different course. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to see where she's going to come up with her thoughts of where we should go next. It's, you know, it's interesting because I when this started, I uh, kind of had to prod people behind the scenes. And then after a few episodes, after everybody got a little bit more comfortable, especially Jessica, uh, she, as Lyra, took the lead. And, you know, I, I've stopped prodding people because yeah. I just want to see where it goes and, and you know there there were a couple things that I felt had to happen or couldn't happen, and I was worried at times. But I, you know, I'm not even worried anymore. I just feel like what'll happen will happen, yeah, and it'll I, be exciting either way. I'm wondering how many how many listeners are wondering when we're going to get back to the prison. That is going to happen, but that's one of those behind the scenes prodding things that mm-hmm. Spencer actually took me aside. You took me aside. Mm-hmm. And he said that if we stayed in the prison, we were going to die. We were not. We need to level up before we go back to the prison. And if you remember the story, we're spending 30 days here in Raymond Grove. So we've got time to get enough experience. Mm -hmm. Is that how you get your level up points? And experience is is interesting, too, because um, you, you can get experience from combat. That's like the biggest place to get experience. But um where this is more of a story-driven, finding clues and things like that, uh, you guys also get experience for finding clues. I don't think I've, I've told anybody that. but No, I don't think you have. I'm keeping track of experience. Maybe I'll share it when they level up just to show you guys like what experience you gained. Um, that would be cool. So that, that's just in the behind the scenes. I keep track of everything that they do, and, and they don't know when they're going to level up. I do, and I kind of want it to be a surprise. I've told everybody. They keep trying to get me to spill the beans of how close Actually, they are. and Zacharias tries to yes. get him to spill the beans on that. For some reason, Zacharias can't wait to level up, while the rest of us, we're just trying to get our feet wet still, except for Philip, I think. But he yeah. doesn't seem to too big a hurry to level up either Mm-mm. no Zacharias is really excited to level up because when he rolled Marcus initially he was going to we've talked about it before he was going to make him a card caster Magus That's so right. he's basically going to make Gambit from the X-Men the the card thrower That's right. and and then went total rogue because he has that mindset of there needs to be tank utility spell caster healer party makeup and and I was like you know fine, go ahead, do your utility, be the rogue, even though it would have been really cool to be your spellcaster. And so he kind of forgot about it. And then when I got the Herald Handbook and I was talking to him about it, he's like, oh, man, I really want to do that. I really want to be the, you know, the cardcaster. And so that I think he's itching to level up so that he can do that in multi-class. Yeah, I think so, so too. That's why I, th- I think he is so excited because he, he knows what's coming. He can see what's on the horizon, but he just, you know, has to get there first. Yeah. Yeah, and so. we've got a lot of playing around to do still in Raven Grove. Yes. I mean, we've barely touched the surface mm-hmm. of this town and what's going on here and and what's happening. And I mean, we've barely made it into the temple at this point yeah. with with Marcus. One of the one of the things I hope you guys do is get to know the townspeople more because th- Yeah, we really haven't met anybody mm-hmm. other than the sheriff at this point and Kendra. And the and the father. 
and the father and, and then, we and the one councilman who came to read the yes, will councilman Hearthmount like him and Gibbs the confrontation with Gibbs at the cemetery oh that's right yeah the kind of the leader of the pack with yeah. the pitchforks yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> you know you know bits and pieces everybody but like like they have fully fleshed out backstories that you know, Which I've come may, up with. We, and, we we may never get to all of that. I know, I, and, and I don't expect you to. Raven Grow is huge. Like, there's so much to do, and and I've told my mom before that the hardest thing about Raven Grow is, you know, every now and then you get a to a point where there's like a dungeon or something, and it's a sandbox, which means. Anything goes, and the GM has to be prepared for, you know, any opportunity. So it is extremely hard to prep because the entire book is a sandbox, not just the, not just, like, one area. The whole book is a sandbox. I mean, there's, like, multiple things you can do, and and I never know what direction you guys are going to go. For those of us who aren't big into the game world yet, Explain what a sandbox is. To basically, basically, it just means it's like an open world, and you're you know you're you're confined to a certain area, but at the same time within that area there are like, you know, fifteen different paths you can take okay. at one time. You know, considering every every person. Kind of yeah. like when we went into the mausoleum and there was the trap door, and then there was the hidden part of the mausoleum. That's not even a, that is more of just a straight. Like a very small dungeon crawl. There was one room. You found a trapdoor that led to the next room. You found the treasure at the end. You fought an enemy. You escaped the dungeon. So that's not considered. A that's not a sandbox. sandbox. But the the mausoleum itself is contained within a sand a very large sandbox, which is Raven Crow. Oh, does that make okay. sense? Kind of. Yes. So okay, that's all that means. There's just a lot of different paths you can take. Um, there's no set. There's no set outline other than like you know the book. The book has parts. There's like three parts in the book, but at the same time, like each part has so many different paths you can take. So okay. it's very hard. Like I told you before, it's very hard to prep because there's so much that you guys well, can and do. You, yeah, and you can't really mm-hmm. tell which way mm-hmm. we're always gonna go either. So I can, you know, I can kind of tell from like the things that you guys are doing and talking but, about. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea where you guys are going. Well, it was a little bit obvious we were going to go to the temple, though. Yeah. You could see that one coming. Yeah. Couldn't you? So, yeah. So, So I don't know. It just. Yeah, it just depends. I was not prepared. Well, we found out a little bit more more about Marcus this week, that he's really a devout worshiper for Rosma. So, Mm -hmm. that was new information to all of us, a little bit on his backstory about. He didn't really say why he is. So. Yeah, it was just very uncharacteristic. But we saw another side of Marcus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. If you want to know what Artrilla thought, go read her journal on on the WordPress. Website. Yeah, yeah. WordPressGatheringAges.com. Yep. Um, one thing. But it was interesting. It was fun to, for me to see that different side of Marcus come out. Yes, very much so. And you know, as as a GM, I know everybody's backstories, and so you know, I I know I know kind of their motivation and stuff like that. But it is so interesting to see how things play out oh i bet and even even though i know character motivation i know backstories and i know where things can go it you know there's always like a wrench there's always well, some I feel, kind still of wrench feel like it's huge mystery to me who everybody really is oh so yeah we're just barely barely scratching mm-hmm. the surface on who these characters are and why they're really yeah. there what the real motivations are behind all of this mm-hmm. so 
I mean, yeah. Marcus says it's gold, but I get the feeling there's got to be more than that. Yeah, and you know that's that's the beauty of the story is little by little things come out, and so at the same time while you're finding clues about what's going on in this town, at the same time you're finding clues about each other. Yeah, which is interesting it's been, it's too. Been kind of fun, mm-hmm. then it kind of ties the party a little bit together more. Yeah, which um. It's kind of interesting to see how this party, because mm-hmm. every week we're a little bit different. We think, oh, we're coming together for a moment, and then something happens, and we don't quite come together like we mm-hmm. think we're going to come together. So it's, it's getting interesting. It's nice you you said that, because that brings me to my, my next point um, before we move on to the, the next part of this. But um, when we were talking about the prison a minute ago— um, we were, you know, I had to kind of prod you guys. The book doesn't say anything about, you know, it gives you guidelines. But the reason I prodded you not to go in is because I was scared because this is such a different party makeup. Sure, you have your healer, you have your frontline fighter, but your frontline fighter really isn't a tank. No. Like he can take some some damage, but he's not a tank that can absorb several hits before Do we going have down you don't you guys didn't have a tank have you have a, a frontline fighter that can deal lots of damage yeah but at the same time you know i was worried that something would go wrong we're so well, early and marcus almost died fighting one zombie <laughs> yeah. i don't know how we could have gone into the prison <laughs> um, so so it's 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 very interesting very different party makeup i think we need to learn to how to work together better mm-hmm. too and some of us like I said, are still learning what spells yeah. we have and how we can use them. And I've made so many mistakes playing this game already. Mm-hmm. And we're not even to episode 10. And I've made probably every mistake you can make. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm ready to cast this spell. And they're like, oh, you can't use that spell that way. You can't spark and spark somebody on fire. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, going to try anything. <laughs> I was told my imagination is the limit. So don't limit my imagination. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work, then they'll tell me it doesn't work. But Unless I know for sure, I'm gonna mm-hmm. try anything. Yeah, which is cool. Like it's it's one of the cool things about having a an inexperienced player is you get to see kind of the wacky things they come up with, and and then Pathfinder sucks you yeah. down and puts <laughs> rules on you and shackles you. <laughs> no, they have rules for a reason, mm-hmm. so we have to follow them. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the the next thing I want to talk about, just kind of wrap up, is. The beginning of episode seven, we did something very different. We had a, a flashback scene of sorts. Oh, that's right. I and, forgot about that. And uh, that was way fun. <laughs> so I, you know, if you guys liked it, I really wanted to get some feedback from the listeners to see if you guys enjoyed it as well. I know what the players all think. We all really enjoyed it and had a lot of we fun had doing fun. that. Just because we got to play as somebody a little different for mm-hmm. a couple seconds, plus we got to see a little taste of what's going on, which just confused me more, but yeah. it makes me makes the story funner yes. to me. Because now I've got we've got another place to start mm-hmm. from with the professor. So yeah, that was really yeah. interesting. I, so, I enjoyed it. Please email us. Yeah, email let us, us and let us know if you enjoyed it. And if you did, uh, you know, I have I have a lot more of those that I'd like to incorporate. I mean, even if you guys don't like them, I'm still probably going to throw them in there because I think they're interesting. Yeah, but let us know how we can fix them or make them better. Yeah. You know, do you want them at the end of the episode? Do you want them on their own? You know, what would you like? So give us a a little shout out. So I I liked how I was able to incorporate it. I came to fill up. I actually, you know, another behind the scenes thing. I came to fill up and I was like, hey, I have this idea. Do you want to run with me with this? And he's like, heck yeah, I do. Let's do it. And so he and I planned a little bit he had no idea what the what the scene was going to be he just knew that eventually this was going to happen mm-hmm. and so he was even surprised when it happened he was like you did it that early 
And I was like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. well, it made sense. I, you know, things are happening, and and because it really it got into Min's time witch yeah. part. Yeah, and it really it was just a pro like part one of a prologue. Okay. So yeah, I thought it was really interesting. So just it gave us more insight and more people that he knows mm-hmm. that we know nothing about. So I'm starting to get the feeling the professor was quite the secret keeper. Yeah. Even though he shared a lot of knowledge with both Lyra and I, mm-hmm. being his teacher's pets, we weren't privy to everything he knew. Mm-hmm. All of his um, secrets. But, you know, it was it was a lot of fun doing that and and doing, like, acting. Yeah, on, that was really fun. Like, radio acting. So that it was it was a lot of fun doing that. Um, and I didn't write it. Uh, I'll put a link up to the forum that I found a lot of this stuff from maybe after book one, just in case, you know, I mean, like if you want to go find it, you can go find it and you can spoil things or whatever, but I won't put it up till the book is over. And then I'll give credit to the people that came up with this extra stuff that I found and, and am incorporating. And that I asked Philip before I even did it, I felt guilty because I felt like I was ripping people off. And he's like, oh, no, that is the beauty of the Pathfinder forums. You go on there and you're able to to find things that enhanced it or tweaked it to make it better. Like if there's rough patches in there, you can go on and ask a question and say, hey, I have an issue with this. Can I get your guys' help? And then people can go up and respond to you yeah. and say, well, I did this. I've heard steal, so, steal, steal. Yeah, <laughs> that's I've what, heard that too. That's what I keep hearing about Pathfinder. Steal mm-hmm. other people's ideas and put them into your own game. Yeah, so. and then tweak them. Make them a little different. Like I, I don't know how the guy that wrote that first part did it, but I, to me, it seemed like he just read it to mm-hmm. his yeah. his group. Whereas I wanted to incorporate everybody and have everybody so read a part. So it was more of a play for yeah. us. Yeah. So, uh, which made us more involved, which made it funner. Yeah. So. And I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, so again, let us know what you think. Podcast at gatheringages.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you email us about what you thought uh, about the intro for episode seven or anything, or anything. email us mm-hmm. anything. We will shout you out in the next Behind the Curtain. Uh, speaking of shout-outs, I'm going to turn it over to Tracy for another Magic Mirror moment. And the Magic Mirror moment, <laughs> I think we need some theme music here. I've told, we've asked, we've asked Philip to come up with some kind of song or something for us. <laughs> Maybe we'll get Zacharias on it to give us a drop. But our Magic Mirror moment this time goes out to one of the guys who whose podcast I listened to and got me hooked on the whole Pathfinder game in the very first place uh-huh. and wanting to play was it's called a podcast called the glass cannon podcast. I'm sure if you're listening to us, I'm sure you've probably listened to them. They're great. They're funny. Uh, we tend to steal stuff from yeah. them too. Um, and skid subscribe to us. So we wanted to give a shout out to Skid for subscribing to us. Yay, Skid. Yay. We feel very supported. <laughs> so that really kind of made our night. So it did. we were real happy and sharing it around the table and real excited. And we're also just excited for all the followers we've got now. Yeah. We've got we're into seven states now, did you say? Yeah, and, seven states and, and two... Japan and Canada and and Philippines. And the Philippines. Yep. So we're pretty excited yep. that we're getting out there. So keep sharing because we just want to share all the fun with mm-hmm. everybody and share our fun story that we've got. And it'd be funner if people were even, you know, sending us more emails so that we can answer them and we can get more dialogue going. Because that's what I'm sure is going to make this even yeah. funner for us. I mean, we're having a great time. But if we were getting more of that, that would even make it greater for us and 
kind of motivate us more, mm-hmm. don't you think? Oh, yeah. To be even better than we are, especially if you have tips for us, please. Yeah. Any tips. <laughs> we love tips. And it doesn't even have to be like podcast specific tips like if you have pathfinder tips or house rules that you've implemented that you want to share with us maybe we'll use a house rule and then we'll we'll shout you out in an actual episode not a behind the curtain or or how to roll up a character next time when our trilla dies you know which is going to be a long time because i plan on having her live forever (laughs) yeah i mean you know just give us fun ideas yeah like character concepts those are some of the the funnest things about pathfinder especially for us newbies who have no clue what What's going on? I mean, leveling up. Help me level up, Artrilla. I yeah. know I have no idea what to do. I don't know about bardic stuff and what mm-hmm. strengths I can take. This is all very confusing. So without Hero Lab, I think I'd be lost. So another <laughs> shout out to Hero Lab. Hooray for them. So, so um, I think that's it. I don't have anything else if, if you're... Nope, I think we're good. I think we are. Um, anyway, once again, make sure you email us your tips, pointers, thoughts, ideas, whatever you want, questions. We will be sure to answer and them. thank you for listening to us. Yes. We really appreciate it. We get so excited when we see another follower mm-hmm. join. So it just kind of makes our day, makes our week. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, we will see you guys in the next episode, uh, episode eight. Uh, it's a really good one. Which we, is a good one. Yes. We hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> And uh, once again, thank you all so much for listening. Have a nice night. Bye. Goodbye. Come with me and you'll see All the junk we stash behind the curtain There is no word I know In this world that rhymes with curtain I'm fairly certain